0: Hey, hello, and welcome to another episode of JP's Product Pick of the Week. It's me, JP. And here we are to uh, have a look at a product that I think is so stupendous, a new product, that you might want to check it out yourself. Uh, Something new this week. We are uh, experimenting with special pricing on the Product Pick of the Week during the live stream only. And if you head to the product page for this week's product pick, which I will reveal momentarily if you haven't figured it out yet from that little thing written right there, uh, you'll get a discounted price. So, uh, in fact, what I'm going to do is uh, let's go completely out of order and let's reveal what this product is. Then we'll kind of go back and do things in the normal order. But I'm dying to go check out the page. So uh, let's head to my... Chrome cam here, and there you can see the product page for the AHT20 temperature and humidity sensor, Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to reload the page. (gasps) Look, it's $4.05 instead of $4.50, and that is a special sale right now, only during this live stream. I apologize if you're watching this later. Time shifted like a TiVo-raised person because you want to see this now live while we've got special pricing. Uh, and so that's something we're going to test out and uh, hopefully continue to do going forward. Um, and, uh, you know, 10% is 10%. Sometimes our items cost more, sometimes they cost less, but this one right now, heck, uh, 4, $4.50 instead, now it's $4.05. Not bad. Uh, so... Let's, uh, let's now jump back as if I hadn't done any of that stuff and let's, uh, let's take a look at uh, a little uh, bit about this one. So I mentioned it's the AHT20, it's a temperature and a humidity sensor um, and no one better than Lady Ada herself to intro this. So I'm gonna jump back a little bit to I believe June when we released this, this is the uh, new product, new, new, new segment from Ask an Engineer. Uh, take it away, Lady Ada. Okay. And then, last up to start of the show, besides the community and our Adafruit team members and all of you in the chat is the AHT20.
1: This is from the same company that actually makes the DHT series sensors, and uh, we've used those a lot, but they're they're you know they're a little finicky, especially on single board computers. What's nice about this sensor is it's it's got better quality. Than the DHT22, but it's I Squared C and it's a lower price. So, really, I recommend people if you were thinking of doing a product with a DHT22, upgrade to the HT20 because you'll get i Squared C. It's so easy to use, it's 5 volt compatible, 3 volt compatible. We made this little uh breakout for you. Uh, here it is plugged into our uh STM32F2 th- using this plug-and-play cable, displaying the temperature and humidity. It's so easy. And uh, it's a great little sensor. If you want, you know, higher precision, we have that. But if you just need a general purpose temperature humidity sensor, uh, we've got code for um, Python, Arduino, Circuit so this is great for use you with your single board computer, your Raspberry Pi. You can use it with your computer when you use like our um, Circuit Python adapters, like the ST FT232H or the MCP221. Uh, works of course great with Arduino. So. A lovely little sensor. I like it because I think it'll be very popular.
0: You can elaborate further later on the questions, but yeah. why is there a little cutout around
1: that? Um Well, we had space because there's like it's a 3 or 5 volt sensor, so I didn't have to use a logic level shifter. Uh, I usually do to protect against uh, you know 5 volt input on the like Arduino Uno. Um, and so to isolate this from the rest of the PCB, what that means is that this, this little area here will heat up faster. So if I put my finger on it, you see it reacts very quickly. Because you don't have this gigantic ground plane or this PCB that's insulating it, um, it absorbs heat, it, it uh, both absorbs and releases heat a lot easier because the resistance is lower. Okay. All right. And what's that? No, 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 no.
0: All right, very cool. So uh, one thing that was mentioned there is this is a Stemma board. This is actually a Stemma QT QT board or QT. Uh, So what does that mean? Well, Stemma is our series of plug-and-play boards that have a couple of different plug types. There's uh, larger three-pin and four-pin plugs, and there's also these tiny four-pin plugs. Those are compatible with the SparkFun um, Quick system, And uh, then we also have cables that allow us to go between systems. So this is an I2C board, and our Stemma QT is all about I2C, which makes it easy to plug in lots of uh, peripherals. Uh, And in this case, I'm going to actually demo it where we're using an adapter cable to go between the larger JSTPH and the smaller JSTSH, which is Stemma to Stemma QT. Um, Let's have a look at that board, by the way. I think I... Where did I put it? I put a, a nice graphic up here somewhere of the... Uh, of the board, there it is, the HT-20, temperature and humidity sensor. Um, One thing that uh, I also wanted to mention regarding Stemma is that we have got now over 50 Stemma boards. So this is a a, a sort of really nice growing system of boards, and I really like systems of things. So the ability to plug multiple of these in without having to think too much is wonderful. I'm gonna demonstrate it. Like I said, I'm using a PI badge, which has a Stemma, uh, four pin Stemma PH on it. So we'll use the adapter. Um, But what about this sensor itself? So uh, a couple of things I wanted to mention that, that, or reiterate that Lady Ada mentioned there. One is this is a, uh, all right, this may, uh, I may have gotten this back up and running, so sorry about that. We had uh, a crash, a little crash uh, happened with Wirecast. So let's see what's going on. I think the live stream is uh, buffered and and caught up probably. So uh, bear with me one second. I'm just gonna check in on Discord and see if that's running for people. Again, um, it might take a moment for YouTube to catch up. It should be live on Twitch and uh, hopefully over on Facebook and some of the others as well. Let's have a look. yeah, it looks like it's still running. Okay, YouTube's back up. Okay, so sorry about that. Uh, I'm going to avoid that large, uh, that large image. I can, in fact, I'm just going to quickly do a save as of this session so it doesn't dump those settings again. All uh, right, little inner workings here. You can tell this is live because these things happen. All right, uh, so what I was going to say, let's, let's go to this possibly uh, safer, smaller image here of the board too powerful. So the HT20, this is a easy to use temperature and humidity sensor. Um, it's got the QT um, connectors so you can pass through, uh, connect it to a, a board or another, uh, a microcontroller or another QT board. Um, you'll also notice it has the little cutout there. So this cutout that you see in the center is helping to isolate the sensor, that little package with the sort of silver top on it. That's the Uh, sensor package itself. And by isolating it a bit from uh, having a large circuit board uh, underneath there or copper plane, it can react faster to changes in temperature uh, and humidity without uh, worrying about as much of the the temperature of the board. We get a little more about the ambient temperature, which is usually what we want. Um, Let's see, other things I wanted to mention about this board, it uh, is tolerant of both three volt and five volt, which is really nice um, because we can use either three or five coming from a lot of different microcontrollers over our I squared C. And uh, like Lady Ada said, usually she will put that voltage regulator on the Stemma QT board itself, but it's not necessary in this case because the chip can deal with either, which is really nice. And that's also what gave us the room to mill that slot. Um, we have libraries for CircuitPython and Arduino that make it really easy to use. And so what I'd like to do, in fact, is uh, prove it. Let's, let's go ahead and take a look at, uh, at this item. I'm gonna go get it from the uh, shelf of wonders here in one second. Let's, uh, let's head on over. What issue we had with that crash is that we don't have the right video in there. So so apologies there uh, for not getting to see the the, uh, the mystery cabinet that you wanted to see. Uh, but guess what? I've got it right here. Uh, this is it. This is the HT20. And what I'll do is I'll show it to you on my uh, overhead here. Let's swap to that. Uh, there we go. Uh, I've just got this little 3D printed hang tag on here, but that's the board itself minus the, uh, the red plastic part. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and take my Pi badge and plug this in over this Stemma cable. So you'll see here, this is one of the ones that goes from a Stemma full size to the Stemma QT size, both four pin. And this is gonna allow me to use I2C devices on the Pi badge. So I'll go ahead and plug that in. Either one, it doesn't matter, and you can pass through to other boards if you like. And now what I'll do is I'll turn on my Pi badge And uh, you'll see here, I've got my humidity sensor is already up and running and it's reading it out. I wrote some uh, simple code in CircuitPython to display the humidity of that sensor right there. And what you'll see is if I take this uh, little sensor and I breathe on it, kind of like you fog a mirror, I'm gonna go ahead and fog it and watch this uh, humidity change as I add moisture to the air. You can see very quickly, we've taken it up to 100% humidity and then the dry air here drops it back down very quickly to uh, essentially my ambient humidity. Uh, and that's the relative humidity percentage. Now what we can also do, since this is a pie badge and I wanna use the, the buttons, uh, cause why not? If I hit the A button, now I'm switching over to temperature. And you can see this is my ambient temperature. It's 29 degrees Celsius. And I've programmed this so that I can use my up and down. Oh, no, it's rather my left and right buttons. There we go. Left and right to switch between Fahrenheit and centigrade or Fahrenheit and Celsius. So it's 84 degrees here right now. And again, you'll see if I put my finger on this sensor, that temperature will start to go up. Now, one of the ideas I had for a type of project you might want to do uh, using this sensor is a uh, 3D printer filament storage bin. So I have a, just a sort of typical uh, plastic bin here right now. And one thing people do is they'll get nice uh, ones with a sealing gasket on it. I don't have that, but this is just for demonstration purposes. And then what you can do is you'll create a small hole to feed in your sensor so let's say this is inside here and you might uh, again want to use a a little rubber grommet to keep a really nice tight seal on that Uh, and then you can go and plug your uh your pie badge in there and check out the um humidity and temperature inside so what people will often do is include some uh little silica desiccant so that it absorbs moisture um, and this could be just something you go and spot check. Uh, these are inexpensive. Like I mentioned, these are uh, on sale right now during the live stream for $4.05. So you could potentially build these into a couple of bins and then go around with your pie badge and just plug in and check. If you want to do something a little more like an alert system, uh, one thing you'll notice that I, that I created here are some thresholds. And so right now, my temperature threshold is set, I think I had it set at 74. So right now... These LEDs are lit red to tell me we're beyond the temperature threshold that I wanted. If we swap back over to humidity, right now we're below the humidity threshold that I wanted. But as I, again, fog this up, you'll see my lights go red when it gets too humid. And then they drop back down to blue when it uh, drops back down to the humidity that I wanted at. Uh, So this is a uh, sort of fun and simple way to demonstrate this. And what I'd like to do is show you a bit of the code that goes into this, just to show you how easy it is to program this in CircuitPython. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up my code editor and let's find that here. Uh, oh, we've, we've lost the... All right, one second. We're going to go into a black hole here while I fix this screen capture. Boy, I'll tell you, one crash and it takes out a lot. Let's give that a second to catch up. Oh, it looks like it doesn't want to. All right, I'm going to build a new window. Pardon me again. Let's do a new screen capture. It's always an adventure with live streaming. Okay, new black hole. One second. We can do it. There we go. All right, so I'm just gonna shoot that over here and I think I'll scale this down a bit and you should still be able to read it, but I want you to see the serial port. Uh, So here we go, let's, uh, yeah, I won't push my luck and add any more windows, will I? Okay, yes I will, I lied, there we go. Uh, So here we have um, my Code in Circuit Python, and you'll see what I'm doing is I'm bringing in some libraries to deal with the Pi Game, or mostly stuff with buttons and display. Uh, and then at the bottom here, I'm importing this library, the Adafruit AHTx20. This is the or AHTx0. This is the 20 that we have. Uh, we set this up on the I squared C bus on the board, which is simply where we are going to do this communications uh, with data and clock. It's a clock-synced data protocol. Uh, And we have power and ground on that that as well to power up the board. Uh, And then you can see here I set some of those thresholds that I mentioned before, my max level in Celsius, my max level in uh, humidity percentage. We're setting up some buttons to use and then uh, some colors and text to display. Uh, And then I'm setting up the the button as this game pad uh, that Melissa helped me out with actually, a really convenient way to use the buttons. Uh, And then when we get down to setting up our actual value reads, you'll see here, this is in the main loop. And this is quick and and dirty code. It's not optimized, but hopefully it's clear. And I I just wrote this yesterday very quickly. Um, And what's going on is I am checking uh, the buttons to see if they've been pressed with a little bit of a debounce. And then I check to see if I have exceeded uh, the... um, maximum temperature and the maximum humidity as a sort of a state that I can turn on and off. And if I have, I set those NeoPixels to the right color. And then here's the, uh, when when I press a button to switch between modes, here's the main thing that happens. We go, uh, we change some of the display graphics here. And then this is, the, this is the sensing. This is as easy as it gets. This is how you check that sensor, sensor.temperature. That reads, reads out the temperature for you in Celsius. I can scroll over here a little bit so you can see that better. And then uh, with humidity, it's this, let me drop down, uh, relative humidity is what we're checking, humidity, And you can see I have some uh, a little bit of uh, text Fanciness going on here to format it nicely, uh, and that is it. And then I also have a little bit of a bit of code there to convert between Fahrenheit and Celsius, depending. So we'll use this if we're in Fahrenheit mode. Um, and what I w- wanted to show you, if I can get to the um, the terminal, the serial output of the Pi Gamer here. What we should see is when I cross that threshold. I just have it print, printing when I cross that threshold. There it says too humid. So this was just a little test I had for myself. What I'll do now is comment out this temperature and this humidity line. Actually, let's just let's just look at the humidity one. And I'll resave my code. Uh, and let's save that to the actual board. I'm just going to overwrite that. Yes, it's booting back up. And there you can see we're pulling that humidity. So it, it pulls very quickly. I even have some, uh, some of my own delays that are caused by the uh, printing to the, to the display. But if I breathe on this again, you can see it goes up very quickly and it falls very quickly. If I, if I hold this in my hands, now I've got it held in my hands and I've got uh, sort of a little moisture chamber Ugh, that's kind of gross, uh, but as I, let me, let me show you the moisture chamber here, let's see. Uh, there's the humidity is at 100% because this is in my hands and I breathed on it. If I let this out into the dry air, boom, it drops very quickly. So, um, You can imagine you could use this uh, type of sensor for things like electronics. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, my friend Todd was telling me that the static electricity buildup is tremendous at certain thresholds of humidity, like 0 to 20%, and way, way less uh, voltage at higher humidities. So it's something people care about for electrostatic discharge, as well as musical instruments, 3D printer filament, um, foods. There's a whole lot of... uh, uh, use cases where you'd want to, to deal with the, um, the humidity sensing. If we take a look, uh, and again, and pardon me, I'm going to uh, re—I'm going to try to refresh my uh, browser here. Actually, you know what? I'm going to—I'm going to cheat, and I'm just going to move this in front of everything. Let's see if it updates. Does it want to update? Uh, no, it doesn't. All right, let me make a new screen capture. And again, I'm sorry. This is going to go long just because of my uh, technical challenges we had with that crash. Uh, but what I'll show you is the uh, learn guide and also link in the learn guide to the data sheet, which will tell you what some of the uh, manufacturer's use cases are. So one moment, bring in a Chrome. Uh, and also if I go long, you're getting extra time to go and get that extra good deal uh, <laughs> on the board. So let's uh, scale this down just a little bit for you. There we go. Uh, So here you can see, again, we still have our special pricing. You can watch the show right inside of there. If we click down on this uh, guide link, this will take us to the learn guide for the HT20. Uh, Definitely check this out. If we head down to the downloads, the last page, you'll see there's a data sheet page here. And if I click on that, we go to the uh, manufacturer's data sheet. And you'll see here is a little application scope section. I always find these interesting. So HVAC systems, dehumidifiers, test and inspection equipment, consumer goods, cars, weather stations, household appliances, medical equipment, Uh, those are all cases where you might be uh, interested in using a small, inexpensive temperature and humidity sensor. Uh, And so that's going to do it for today. That is my... And then last time to start the show besides... Wrong button. Uh, That is my pick of the week. It is this lovely HT20 temperature and humidity sensor. It's product ID 456. And apparently that's a highly cursed image and I really need to stop trying to show it. Uh, So I will just say uh, thank you for stopping by to see JP's product pick of the week. Uh, And I'm going to go ahead and do my ceremonial moving of the HT20 sensor to the pegboard of QT goodness. Uh, And that's going to do it for this week. I will see you next time. Go ahead to that product page real quick because that deal is about to expire. Uh, And uh, have a great week. See you next week.